Hey, this is Karina, and this is the Mood Lab Podcast. I'll share with you my personal stories, learnings, and philosophies, as well as those of the people who inspire me. We'll cover topics ranging from self-intimacy, tantra, and emotional embodiment, to nutrition and movement, to business, leading a team, and so, so much more. Expect to be inspired, laugh, and learn. And because this one has to be short and sweet, let's dive right in. Hey you, so I'm here back again and I have another episode for you. This one I'm so looking forward to sharing with you. Actually, I came a bit more prepared (laughs) today. So I know, I was just really inspired. I had this beautiful, beautiful Kundalini business everything kind of session today it was really about laying the foundation of creation basically and that was so beautiful it's kind of a continuation of the coaching program that I started in October so when I got into that coaching program in October I purchased well the part in October and the one that is that just started now in the past week I purchased them both together so that is why this is for me like a continuation and the woman Kat who's guiding us through everything she yeah she uses a lot of kundalini practices to really help us integrate our feminine flow state and and holding our own space and and creating containment and from there obviously leading a very aligned life so that things can fall into place and that we can work from there that we can do business from there but also just live life from there and also be healthy and and heal healed and just living a happy life as well obviously all of that so yeah that's what i've um, just continued and i'm and i'm really grateful for that space it's a space of really wonderful women so it's actually super funny there's there's one woman in there and I didn't know and I met her in back back at the beginning of this year in Portugal so I actually sat with her in a car going to the st- to the same ecstatic dance event where she was actually also partaking so that that's funny because I did not really stay in touch with her after that and all of a sudden we we're in the same container which is just crazy so magical really that just always shows how aligned things are honestly and yeah what I wanted to talk about today though so it's not really what I've learned today but it's still something that I feel like talking about oh and maybe it's a bit related to what I taught this morning in my tantric self-intimacy workshop so I did another workshop this morning and that inspired me as well so here we go i wanted to talk about and you maybe already read the title of this podcast obviously so i wanted to talk about signs that you're living in your masculine and with that i mean signs that you're living too much in your masculine so basically that you're overly in that masculine state and not enough in your feminine state and all the issues that causes obviously so basically just to give you a quick rundown and and just like a little introduction in case you haven't worked with those energies before and you haven't um yeah just learned about them and you haven't been diving into those teachings before so i'm just going to give you a little intro and then we're going to dive deeper into it 
So basically, there's obviously feminine and masculine energies and when they're healthy and when they're healed, we have both of them within us. So we at, at any at any point in time. So even if they're wounded whatsoever, they're also present. But when they're healed and healthy, then we have a certain harmony. And for a feminine being, so a woman mostly, it happens so that the best state that she can be in is when the feminine is more present and the masculine is a bit less present. So that's the harmony that, that should be present there and will in turn create a healthy state. And in men, so the masculine, more masculine types, that what is what needs to be present is the masculine needs to be more present and the feminine less present and that's the harmony that's created there. So what is the feminine or how does it show? It's it shows in things like abundance, receiving, being in a flow state, nurturing, these are all very feminine traits, creativity, intuitiveness, being attuned to your body, knowing what she needs and what she doesn't need. And for the masculine, it's goal-oriented, containment, so creating containment, safety, providing safety, providing in general is, is a part, logic, like logical thinking and just logical, also just taking logical action and action taking. So it's way more of like the executor and discipline, decision-making, and so it's very much the feminine is like very much its essence of intuition and creativity and, and the masculine is very much the part that that then brings that creativity into some sort of logical decision making space into like the actual I mean we see that in, in the way that work is often presented and how work works in, in most work environments. It is very much that structuredness that is very masculine and the feminine is very much that creativity part, that intuitive part. And what we see right now is that we are having a lot of women out there and I can include myself and we are growing up being those super hyper independent women and we are so much trained and we just we just really get taught to be living so much in our masculine we get told how we need to provide for ourselves how we need to fend for ourselves how we need to be hyper independent because we cannot trust men i mean how many of you listening so i'm just talking to you individually you probably have heard from your parents perhaps maybe, that especially your mother, perhaps, who at one point or any other like feminine role model that you had, who told you, oh, don't be sh so sure that someone else is taking care of you, you need to take care of yourself. And it's actually a very toxic thing to say, because it the thing is that what a child then takes on is, okay, I cannot trust anyone. I do need to fend for myself. I cannot, like, no one is going to help me out. When I need help, I need to do everything on my own. And this is also literally what the third wave of feminism is all about. 
it it goes even deeper into okay we can do whatever men can do and the problem with that is that's completely wrong and it's just not working because men and women are fundamentally different and I've done another podcast episode about that and so obviously what that leads into is that we are just not feeling well we don't feel healthy as women and we are just overly overly in our masculine and creating major problems going as far as hormonal problems etc but I'm diving into that now so basically what I wanted to share with you today is signs that you are too much in your masculine and well, one of the ones that I already touched up on is obviously you don't need anyone's help. You're hyper independent. You're, you don't really need anyone. And you're just living life by yourself, grinding hard, overworking, supporting yourself, often exhausted by work or just simply really with everything you're doing, exhausting yourself. And you're literally in that place, in a state where even with things that don't need to stress you out, you're stressing yourself out with with them and you're stressing your body out. And you can feel it. You can feel it mentally, you can feel it physically. It's just there. It's just too much. And it's, it's not the way you feel like you're supposed to live life, but you feel like you should or you need to because that's what you were taught. And you're already in a state of neglecting your self-care routines. You're not slowing down. You're absolutely stressing your body and you're not de-stressing it. You're not relaxing your body. You're not relaxing your mind. You're not taking time out for yourself. And you're not doing things in a feminine flow state that help you to get back into, into your feminine, drop into your feminine side. And what that obviously also does is that that creates that imbalance in your hormones and you're not making sure that you get more of those feminine hormones spiking up because you're not doing anything that which would actually help you to get those feminine hormones flowing rather you are actually doing lots of things that promote just the increase of masculine hormones which is obviously detrimental because it also just the way that you act is not going to be beneficial for you it's not going to be healthy and it will also create friction in relationships. And another sign is perfectionism, being obsessed with perfectionism, being obsessed with the outcome and how something is executed and believing when you're, in, when you're doing everything perfect, this way you'll achieve more results, you'll make more money, you'll be more successful, you'll attract the partner that you're looking for whatsoever. And literally what it comes down to, you really have to understand that perfectionism is a coping mechanism. And something I've talked about today in my workshop as well is perfectionism and, and anything that is so disciplined and rigid, like something that also counts to that or, or, or you can count to that is for example, dieting. Dieting is not a feminine thing. Dieting is so rigid, so disciplined, and it literally just is not what the feminine flow state and the feminine intuition is about. Intuitive eating is, yes, but being so rigid about something literally brings you out of your feminine flow state. It is not healthy, 
and it will never ever fulfill you it will it won't because you're never going to be at a point where you feel like oh I've achieved my goal goal now and I'm gonna be fine with that now it's because it's just not gonna happen and and I if I'm talking like talking to you now here just really one-on-one -on -one, just very very much intimately you know in your heart that you've been trying to at some point in your life lose weight or look a certain way or achieve a certain goal in terms of your the way your body looks because it's something that literally we have been taught growing up to to look after and media is also presenting us with with that and the way that we have to look and we all know that we have tried to achieve certain goals in terms of that and we also all know that we've achieved those goals maybe and we were still not happy with them and then we are looking back on on pictures or whatsoever and we're thinking oh my god poor girl poor little girl why have I been thinking about myself this way and why have I been depriving myself of happiness even though I was looking totally fine totally attractive and I could have just lived such a happier such a so much happier life literally and we also all know that there are all these stories of people I mean this is maybe a bit morbid but it is what it is being on their deathbed or like having their last couple of days and, and looking back on their lives and we all know that what we are going to look what we're going to look at is like what did we experience how were our relationships did we feel loved do did we love enough did we did we love others like all of those things we'll we'll look at the bigger picture and those things that truly fulfilled us and we'll just be sad about the time that we spend dieting and really compromising our happiness and we also will just maybe we won't even remember those parts but then these are just gaps where nothing where we didn't really have the chance to to live a fulfilled life so that is that 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 is me just going on a little tangent here but i think this is so important to to put in there as well and it's also just a very toxic masculine trait that a woman can experience in in herself and something that also comes with that is obviously overthinking all the time over analyzing and obsessing about planning out your future it's it's just not something feminine because femininity and and being in harmony with your feminine and your masculine would mean that you're way more trusting uh, about the future and you're way more secure within yourself. And that is so interesting as well because this is something, again, what I talked about today in, in the workshop that I gave is so basically that, that feeling of being not secure in yourself and that seeking for security on the outside, like external security, comes so much from having a wounded relationship to your mother or your father so having a father wound or a mother wound and that is because actually our especially our fathers are supposed to teach us security within ourselves by the means of just being there for us and most of us have experienced neglect and have experienced situations where our fathers have told us that we are not good enough with with the way that we are being and that we need to kind of be less well less feminine less soft and we need to like be hard for this world 
uh, in order to actually be able to to live in this world and to survive in this world and often this comes obviously out of a wounding that the father or the masculine general has within himself and uh, and it's not something obviously that was planned so that we are kind of screwed up obviously no one no one was trying that but it just happens and I do believe that when we become aware of this we can change this aspect for the generations to come we can teach our children about that we can just love our children and and out of pure love and out of the ways that we are not expecting certain things or not treating our children in ways of making them feel unloved or making them feel like they need to meet certain standards we can achieve so much already and we can change so much in the way that our children will grow up which is just amazing i mean how much possibility there is and how much healing there can be it's just incredible but obviously we have to start with the healing within ourselves otherwise we won't be able to show up in those ways for for the the kids that we are putting out in into this world so yeah and and also something that shows up obviously when you're over in your in your masculine and your overly masculine it's uh the it comes out in the f- fact that you feel like you need to pursue men that you're the one taking all the shots you are texting first you kind of need to keep that relationship going or keeping things together like holding everything together like you're the person pulling all the strings and that's obviously something that will make you feel super unfulfilled over time it will just backfire basically also something that's so interesting so there is this book it's called men are from well no it's called beyond venus and mars so there's a, a first edition which was called i think men are from mars women are from venus or something like that and then there is this this sequel and it's called before venus well no beyond venus and mars so that's what i wanted to say and this is really interesting it's a really really great book a very very interesting and and super helpful for modern relationships and really breaking down what's happening on a hormonal level and also on a communica- communicative level. And what is so interesting there is that it really shows like when you when you take on the role of the masculine in a relationship and you're a woman and then the man maybe when you're meeting is more in his feminine because this is the way that those polar opposites attract. And that's fine for a while, but as you feel more comfortable, you start to perhaps get more into your feminine into your feminine side which is something that you would naturally need to get into to feel happy and healthy and fulfilled and then you would have a problem because as long as the masculine well the man is still less in his masculine and more in his feminine and isn't switching the um, the energetics within as well you would have two people who are more feminine that would not be attractive for either of you and it would just create a lots of lots of friction and obviously that can help happen in a lots of in lots of combinations so with the man being more well being more feminine in the beginning then changing more into his masculine but the woman still keep staying in her masculine then you, you would also have a lot of friction so obviously these are the things that that we need to be mindful about when we are going into relationships as like how do we want this relationship to to continue how do we want it to be 
do we want to constantly be the person as a woman who is making sure that this relationship is being held together? Well, then maybe we can pull all the strings in the beginning and we'll just have to continue doing that for the rest of our lives. Or do we have a different desire for our relationship and then we need to make sure that the relationship already starts this way because this is literally how it goes. Like we set so much at the very beginning of the relationship and it's very difficult to resolve those patterns over time. Obviously it's possible, nothing is impossible, but it takes a lot of work and that would need a lot of commitment from both sides and probably therapy or whatsoever or outside help at least to, to even uncover those like deep, deep layers and patterns. And, and really what we can, can kind of get into and what is so already so easy to decipher all of those things and to recognize those things is how does that make you feel? How do you feel when you're, when you're the one texting first, when you're the one pursuing so much or how does it make you feel when you're the one being hyper independent always having to fend for yourself and that that already already shows you so much of what is actually going on and and when you're answering that question with like not good unhappy not satisfied with life tired then well yeah that these are the things that kind of show you okay hey there's there's some change that needs to be that needs to be happening here and we don't want to live our, our life so much in that masculine energy because it doesn't feel good. And it's not why we're here. We are feminine beings. We are women. And we came to this earth being that. And why wanting to change that doesn't even make sense because it's absolutely against our nature. And what we truly want, if we really are really super, super truthful with ourselves and and just accept what, what is innately there is that realization that we want to live in softness. And it doesn't mean that everything just runs out of whatever, like everything breaks down and we have to like just sit there on the sofa and do nothing. It's not true. This is not what it's about. But a lot of things in this world can be done out of a state of softness and we can allow ourselves to, to have a certain regulation and find certain harmonies and balances in order to not run ourselves in, in a detrimental state of unhappiness, depression, just not being healthy also on a physical level. We can do so much in terms of being and being with ourselves and, and healing and creating a softer life, living a softer life. We can do so much in terms of that. And obviously one more thing that I wanted to just say in terms of those signs that show you that you're too much in your masculine is obviously when you're in that state of the wounded feminine and because you're way too much in your masculine, it also kind of creates that state of having a wounded feminine within you. And that what it happens is that you start matching with people who are also in their wounded state. So you'll attract people with their wounded masculine or, uh, yeah, or in, also in friendships and other situations. You will just, you'll just create and attract situations that kind of reflect your inner state as it always is. And 
And that obviously is something to look out for. What it doesn't mean that something I need to say is, so basically it is possible to not be fully healed, working on those things and attracting an incredible partner who's actually at a different point in life and, and perhaps way more secure in his masculinity, etc. And And also it is possible to to then heal from there. It's also possible to attract someone who's still on his healing journey as well. And that's also possible, but it's just so important to get into those situations with so much more awareness. And in any situation, really, it's it's important about going in there with awareness and then, but knowing that it's possible to obviously heal in relationships. And it's something that I talked about in the last podcast. So there's so much to say about this, the, the ways of, really co-regulating, co-healing, because only when you're in relation to someone, be it a friendship or an intimate relationship, only then often you realize a lot of your triggers and, and this is the biggest opportunity obviously to heal from there. And a couple of things I wanted to dive into to wrap up that episode is a couple of tips on okay, how do I go from there? What can I do with knowing that I'm actually way too much in my masculine and I'm living a life where being overly masculine and not allowing myself to be in my feminine flow state and therefore also compromising my health. So basically some, some tips on that are, first of all, most important part is understanding the root cause, why you are in your masculine too much. So looking at your father wound, looking at your mother wound, and, and looking at, okay, why am I not feeling safe? Am I not feeling safe? And then going in there, and this is something I, I said earlier, is most often that lack of feeling secure and safe within ourselves and looking for safety on the outside comes from our father wound. So it's important to look at that. Then it's important to obviously get your energies in, into harmony and really making sure that you're doing things that up your female hormones and and really allow yourself to drop in with yourself to get into that flow state obviously you can you can do things as simple as taking a bath doing some yoga practice doing some kundalini really doing things that are more sensual that are more relaxing and bring you back to yourself also communicating about your feelings with your with your friends with your female friends having a space to really talk about things, talk things out into the open and not having to like really rant about them and not always trying to find solutions and trying to fix things, but just like letting go of those emotions. It's so, so important. And is it's also important to just realize that the independent girl lifestyle is a complete lie because obviously you cannot do everything by yourself. So we might have been told that by the generations before us but it is it is so wrong because you don't need to struggle you don't need to hold all the responsibility it's not why we're here and it's if you look back at tribes and 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 all the earlier years we know that no one was doing things on their own there have even been so basically when women were raising children in in those tribes they've not done that on on their own as well they've Come, to, come together in collectives and helped each other out. And maybe, yeah, it was women and women helping each other, but also the men were out to, to get food whatsoever. So literally, it was never a one-person effort. 
it was always a multiple person effort. And that is so important for us to realize because we are living in such an individualistic culture which completely neglects that and forgets that. So it's not our job to do everything on our own. It's just not. We need community. We need someone, something to hold space for our emotions. We need to have relationships in, in any form to heal. And, and we need to have that space to, to really yeah, be with each other. It's so freaking important. And another point is we obviously to to harmonize our energies it's important to heal our wounded masculine energy heal through healing our inner child doing things like parts work so understanding really those deep-rooted beliefs really diving in there seeing okay dropping into our bodies feeling into them seeing okay what's going on there what is this emotion what is that stuckness that stiffness in there what is it telling me and also just getting really in touch with with those inner parts with this with this inner child and and also understanding that there are no bad parts so like we are not we are not somehow bad people we are not there's nothing wrong with us in 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 that term in, in those terms it is really just looking at everything and seeing it holistically and diving into that and becoming well being understanding with ourselves and working from there, really allowing for everything to be there and then go from there, releasing what no longer serves us and, and moving on. And, and that's what is really the beauty of, of doing this work with ourselves. And I guess where it all starts is also just to realize how we truly feel about ourselves, how our body is really, are we truly healthy? Do we actually have a problem with our skin or is there something out of whack with our hormones is there something that we need to look at is there something that we should just be really truthful with ourselves about and and then that kind of leads into into doing all this healing work and because we are looking at it we are we are shining light on it and and when we take something out into the light it's it's not that dark anymore right it's not that bad anymore and and it cannot hurt us so much anymore because we become aware of it and we can change it and we can go on from there we can we can heal that part and and that really starts with holding space for ourselves for our inner child and getting to that root cause and yeah so this is basically all that I wanted to share today and I'll do a, another podcast on how to step more into your feminine energy. I will definitely do, talk, I will talk about that at another point in time. And um, yeah, I'm so grateful that you're here. I hope this helped you in some ways or made you realize some things. What I can only encourage you, which is always something so great to do, is to journal about it. So whatever just came up for you, whatever parts you were thinking, okay, I can recognize this in myself or these are the things that I kind of would want to change, or this is what I want to look into, or this is the healing that needs to be done, really journal about it, because doing reflective work is just so, so freaking important, and it's just so healing, and it just impacts us so majorly in, in such positive ways. So yeah, really, I encourage you to do that. And I'm sending you such a big hug, and I cannot wait to talk to you probably tomorrow. And we are coming close to 100 episodes, and I hope that I'll have 
the first interview up for you for the 100th episode as a sort of celebration and there are more interviews scheduled for for the upcoming weeks so i'm really really looking forward to having those conversations on here and to share all of that with you 